Let us pray. Father God, I am a child of God. What I am not is a homeschool teacher, God. I'm at home, but Lord, ain't no teaching going on around here. Father God, I am your humble servant. What I am not is a math teacher, God. Lord God, the spirit of common core has attacked our household. And right now, the only thing we have in common is frustration and no answer to the math problem, Lord God. I ask that you send down your angels of the carryover, Lord. Teach her that if you carry the one over to the tenth place, you can get the answer, Lord God. Lord God, I am a layman in your vineyard. What I am not is the cafeteria lady, Lord. Yet again, the devil has attacked and sent down a tapeworm onto my child, Lord God. And I need you to help her to understand, Lord, that just because there's a refrigerator don't mean the door got to be open. And just because there's a stove don't mean the eye has to be on. I am not Dennis, IHOP, Shoney's, nor Waffle House, Lord God. Lord God, right now, I need her to understand that his times are tough right now, Lord God. But I see if things continue the way that they are going, Lord God. Not only am I your child, but I'm going to be an inmate because I'm going to jail, Lord God. I, I don't look good in orange. I don't look good in a jumpsuit, Lord God. But Lord, I ask that you, that you change the way things are going right now, Father God, and bless every teacher because they got a special place in heaven. Ain't no way that I could do it, Lord God. Ain't no way. Amen. 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 Hope you enjoyed that little funny clip from Brandilyn Shropshire. Um, we'll post a link to that video on Facebook and in our show notes. I'm Rachel Murphy. Welcome to the Be Daring Life podcast. In the studio with me today is Jenna. How's it going, Jenna? Good. Great. Um, today we want to talk a little bit about what that lady's talking about, the predicament some of our parents are in changing to online schooling. So I homeschooled for 12 years, and this year I decided that I was worn out and needed a break. And so much for that plan. Now I find myself in the same boat as many of you trying to figure out what it is that we're supposed to be doing. And so I reached out to some middle school and high school teachers for some tips on how we can all make this transition easier. I remember when I pulled up my little guy's Google Classroom for the first time, there were so many assignments on there. There was like more than 50 of them, and I had a moment of panic and overwhelm. Anybody else feel that with me? Um, so we just wanted to get some tips. We reached out to various middle school and high school teachers in both the public and private setting to get their top tips for parents who are homeschooling their teens for the first time or any tips that they might have for teens on succeeding on this new platform. So this episode is for both the parents and the teens. Good stuff on here for all of us today. The first teacher we're going to hear from is Lindy. Let's hear what she has to say. My name is Lindy Brown. I'm a K through 12 computer teacher. Although I like to think of myself as a multi-literacy coach, my classes cover all things tech from typing and coding skills to even graphic and audio design. My top tips for families new to this online home learning journey, I would have to say are number one, show up, and two, communicate. So first, try to get up in the morning with a positive attitude. Keep to the scheduled class order as much as possible. 
It should cut down on stress for students to complete tasks in an order in which they are already familiar. And communicate with your team. Students, parents, teachers, we are all a team with the same goal to succeed at learning. If the next play calls for technology that isn't currently working properly, let the teacher know. The play can be changed to accommodate the situation. Just make sure to communicate. Okay, show up. As much as we might want to bury our heads in the sand, that is not productive. Uh, we've had some time to grieve, and we understand that life is not going the way you want right now, but focusing on that over and over accomplishes nothing. Show up and just do the next thing. And when that's done, do the next thing. Uh, she also said communicate. Your teachers don't know if you're struggling if you don't tell them. Don't worry about looking foolish. If you don't understand something or need help, there's probably a very good chance someone else probably has the same question and your question may help everyone. All right, our next tip is from Dale. Hi, my name is Dale Boyce. I am a high school history teacher in the state of Florida. And my number one tip that I would give to parents, maybe who you're homeschooling your kids for the first time, or maybe you're working with them in virtual schooling is try and limit their distractions as much as you possibly can. You know, when they're at school, the, the routine is already set up for them. The schedule is already set up for them and distractions are fairly limited overall. But when they're at home, there's a lot more things that could distract them or get them to lose focus. You know, whether it's uh, siblings or pets or TV or social media, whatever it happens to be, try and control those things as much as you can, you know, put the siblings or pets in another room, turn the TV off, you know, get them off of Instagram or Facebook, whatever it happens to be, and really try and help them, encourage them just to focus on the assignment that they're doing right there. You know, whether it's doing a homework assignment, whether it's watching a video, whatever it happens to be, just try and keep as many distractions um, away from them as you possibly can. That, that would be the best advice that I could give to you. All right. Limit distractions. That's something I struggle with as an adult as well. When, when I'm trying to work and the phone is ringing and kids need stuff and someone is texting me, it can make it so hard to work. After listening to his tip, I was wondering if someone had done a study on this. So I looked it up and found a study by the University of California, Irvine, Irvine and they discovered that it takes an average of 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get yourself back on track after being interrupted. So that explains why at the end of the day, I often feel like I haven't gotten anything done. So if you can try to put up your phone, unless that's what you're accessing Google Classroom with, if you're doing that, then just close your notifications, try to control your environment a little bit. So Jenna, what, what's something you do? How do you keep the distractions away when you're working what do you do I usually do my homework in my room and I put my phone in the closet like so I won't see it like go off or whatever and that and I sit on the floor and do my homework okay so you have found a way on your own see I didn't even know you did that okay next we're going to hear from Julie she is an admin on several of the connected parenting forums if you listen to our last podcast, episode 12, you heard Sheree Calhoun talk about TBRI and connected parenting and how to help your kids work through the stress of what's going on right now. 
It was a great episode with some really great advice if you want to go check it out after you listen to this one. So Julie is an admin on some of those groups. She's not a traditional teacher. I asked her to share from the perspective of a parent who has successfully homeschooled. Let's hear what she has to say. Hey, this is Julie Jones with Parenting Teens and Tweens with Connection and Homeschooling with Connection. I used to be one of you. We moved and I got thrust into homeschooling because I had a son who learned differently. My key resources I found were ahumbleplace.com and simply charlottemason.com for our right brain dominant kids. I just want to encourage you that you're not going to mess things up. I would say less is more and just little bites at a time add up to a whole meal. So don't feel stressed and like you're not getting things done just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, try to make things fun. Try to spend time with your child while doing it. Figure out when they learn best. Do they do better in the evenings doing reading? Do they do better in the mornings doing math? Just make your schedule work for you. This uh, COVID-19 virus is throwing us all. Know that your kids regulate off of you. And if you can just be more laid back about learning and incorporate Netflix educational programs, I think that your kids can look back on this time with happy memories. So don't you be stressed so your children won't be stressed. Thanks. Bye. All right. You're not going to mess things up. Doesn't just hearing that make you relax a little bit? Sometimes we just need someone who's gone before us tell us that things are going to be okay. Do things in little bites. How do you eat, eat an elephant, Jenna? Bit by bit. One bite at a time. Um, kind of like when I looked at Google Classroom the first time. It was like looking at the whole elephant. And once I realized that was everything for the week and calmed myself down, I just looked what's at what's going to be the next step. Kind of like what Lindy said earlier. Just do the next thing. The tip about figuring out when the, they learn best is a good one too. I sometimes have crazy ideas about how things should be done, and my kids may want to do it another way. Neither way is right or wrong, just different. But sometimes I don't want to let them do it their way, and I don't even know why, other than that there is an uns unspoken rules in my head. So if we can give them a yes, let's give them a yes. You want to do your schoolwork outside in the hammock? Sure, go ahead. Just as long as it gets done, right? Thanks so much for your tips, Julie. She was so gracious to call and give us a tip, even though she was right in the middle of a big family move. Um, moving is stressful enough without having to do it in the middle of a pandemic. So I just want to be, just want to say thanks so much, Julie. Um, our next tip is from Sorsha. Hi, my name is Sorsha Key, and I am a middle school and high school math teacher in the state of Florida. And I um, just have a couple of tips uh, when it comes to homeschooling. First, I think it's so important that we establish a routine that um, we uh, have our children get up, get dressed, have breakfast, do their devotions, um, and then start their work. I think when we get out of routines, it can lead to uh, disorganization and chaos and um, I just think that a routine is so important. The next thing I think is so important is that we have a renewed mind and we need to accept that God is in complete control of these situations that 
um, we are going through right now. So I think we need to be positive, make the most of the opportunities that are um, in front of us, um, be wise, don't react like the rest of the world. Instead, we need to rise up above those circumstances. I think that is so important. Okay, try to get some routines established. Probably the most ideal would be to do your work in the morning because that's when many of the teachers have office hours. But that may not work for your family. Maybe mom or dad has to work from home and needs the computer in the morning. Or maybe your teen works better in the afternoon. That's fine. Just set up the routine around what works for your family. You'll be way more productive if you have a schedule and a rhythm to your day. Right, Jenna, do you have a a routine to your day what's yeah your, kind of what's your routine look like um i get up i eat breakfast and then i start my homework and i finish around 12 to 1 and then i go eat lunch and then i'll like work out right and you get to do fun stuff some in the afternoon right mm-hmm. um i know in our family we've kind of had trouble with the going to bed part of the routine uh, because we don't have to get up early and I know you, I know a lot of other people are struggling with that. Um, just try to set some limits. Don't like let your kids stay up all night and then want to sleep all day. Her other tip, trust that God is in control. We can spend a lot of time worrying about what may or may not happen. The truth is I could go out and be killed in a car accident tomorrow. None of us know what our future holds. And I can drive myself crazy trying to anticipate every bad thing that could happen to me. Or I can be wise and just do what I can and just trust that the rest will be taken care of. Okay, our next tip is from Rich. Hey, my name is Rich and I teach sixth grade U.S. history in Pensacola, Florida. I have about 117 students who I am managing their U.S. history lessons for the next eight to 12 weeks or the rest of the year something like that. And so number one tip for parents, I would say, is be patient with your teacher. Your teacher is trying to figure this out. Your student's teacher is trying to figure all this out. And um, we're doing our best. Uh, It's a huge learning curve. So be patient with us because I think every day we learn something new and we get better at what we're doing. Uh, Be patient with the teachers. And number one tip for students, I would say, is communicate. Communicate, 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 over-communicate. If you don't understand something, if you don't understand an instruction, ask the question, ask the teacher, because uh, your teacher doesn't, your teacher needs to know. Your teacher may, there may be something falling through the cracks that your teacher can fix uh, because you asked the question. So I hope this helps. All right. Be patient with your teachers. They're having to figure out all new stuff, just like you. And they're trying to take care of their own families and children sometimes in the middle of all this. And I can pretty much guarantee they're spending even more hours than they were before trying to get this all figured out. So give them a little bit of patience. And we also got another tip about communicating. You teens, you can take the initiative. Don't expect your parents to do it all. You're old enough that you can take responsibility. Talk to your teachers. Ask for help or clarification if you need it. They're on your side, and they want you to succeed. Don't wait until weeks into a problem to reach out, because the sooner you make them aware of the issue 
the easier it's going to be to fix the problem. Okay, our final tip is from Jennifer. Some of you may have seen her recent Facebook post calming parents down and helping them see that they didn't need to stress out so much about school. Uh, that post has been shared all over. I think it had several thousand shares. I saw it on a friend's page, and I said, oh, this is good stuff. I'm going to message her and see if she'll share some thoughts with us. And she so kindly did. So here's what she had to say. My name is Jennifer Averett. I'm a middle school teacher in Tennessee. My advice to parents that are homeschooling your teens during this time would be, honestly, to give yourself some grace. Um, we're all kind of trying during this time. Don't just dive in head first. Try to do a little something every day. Obviously, reading is a good thing to work on. It's also a good time to work on those real-world skills, especially time management. If your child does have some work that they need to complete for online school, it's a good time to practice not procrastinating, not putting things off. But again, give everybody some grace, and that includes um, your team <clears throat> as well. Their mental well-being is honestly more important during this time, in my opinion, making sure that they're okay during this time of isolation. I would recommend not arbitrarily um, taking their phones away, for example. We don't want them staring at it mindlessly all day, but honestly, they're talking to their friends most of the time. They're isolated too. They're scared and unsure as well. So um, them talking to their friends looks a lot different than when we would lock our doors and go to our room and do that. So um, just give everybody a little bit of grace. Thanks. Okay. Give yourself some grace. Give everybody some grace. Sometimes we're so hard on ourselves. These are not normal times. You don't have to make perfect crafts, do awesome science experiments, and make gourmet lunches with your kids. I never could do all that stuff anyway, even when things were going great. My, my science experiments always turned out really bad. Right, Jenna? They never worked. There were some that worked. Like, we made those little lemon meringue things or whatever that were a little puff thing. Remember that when we did that years ago? I don't remember that one. I remember Volcano. That one worked. I don't remember that one. The baking soda vinegar. Um, but for the most part, I could never get the science experiments to work. Um, crafts don't work for me either. So especially those of you that are having to work your jobs from home and then juggle your kids' schooling, don't be too hard on yourselves. And now is a great time for them to learn some real-life skills. You know we're all about that at Be Daring Life. Cook dinner together. Figure out a home repair project. Do some goal setting. Teach them how to make a schedule. That's, that's all stuff you guys can do. That's real life. And that's a good tip about devices. If you currently allow your child to use electronics, I am not saying let them on there all the time, all they want, because we know some of them, some of you guys can't regulate very well. But if you would normally discipline them by taking away their phone, maybe think about an alternative consequence, because right now that is their only access to their friends and some of them are really struggling with not being able to see their friends. And kids, don't say that, well, Miss Rachel said you shouldn't take away my phone because I don't know your particular situation, and Mom and Dad are your final authority, and they know you best. Um, but let's all just try to be a little kinder, give grace to each other, parents and kids to teachers, teachers to students and parents, parents to your teens, teens to your parents. Some of us have been given a gift of a lot more time together, which can cause more stress, right? 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get on each other's nerves more. Well, let's try and take advantage of it, make some memories, do some stuff together. We've heard from quite a few teachers on all different subjects, teaching all different settings, private, public, homeschool. They gave us some great tips. I just want to thank all of them for taking time out of their busy schedules to give us some insight and perspective. Don't forget that we have the Level Up Challenge going on during this time of social isolation. If you're bored and you're looking for some fun activities to do, sign up at BeDaringLife.com slash level up. Every day for 14 days, we'll send you a daily email with a couple of challenge ideas. I know some of you are finishing the challenge. You've been doing it for a couple weeks. We would love for you to send us pictures and feedback on how it's been for you. If you like our content, you can find more of it at BeDaringLife.com or on Facebook at BeDaringLife. We would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. The more reviews we have, the more visible our podcast is, and the easier it is for people to find us in the great community we are building together. And remember to go out and be daring. But wear your mask.